Hello everyone. So today I want to finish the thought that I was not able to fully uh, complete yesterday about Bitcoin. And for me, the easiest way for new people to understand it and for them to realize how valuable it is, how important it is and how revolutionary it truly truly is. So I wrote a little uh, blog post today about it. Let's see if I can share the screen. Well, um, if you are following on the podcast, of course, you won't be able to see. But anyway, this is I tried to create my own website today. Uh, just did it extremely quickly on WordPress. So the website is theartofthomas.wordpress.com. Uh, it's free for now. So once I have a little bit more extra money, I can buy my own hosting and then uh, it'll just be theartofthomas.com. But for now, it's theartofthomas.wordpress.com. Thomas with no H because my name is uh, Spanish. But anyway, it's called Bitcoin, the new land. And this is, for me, the best way to understand Bitcoin. Okay. So you need to think of your life, your business, everything now that you're trying to build, it's built upon the econo- an economic foundation, right? So for at least all my life until very recently, the only alternative you really had was to build your life on top of Either the dollar, uh, when I was in Argentina, it was the peso. Some, you know, every country has their own financial system. Most of them, if not all, depend either directly or indirectly upon the dollar. So that's the prominent currency. It's the world reserve currency now. The problem that this, um, causes is that a very few number of people they actually have the power to change the monetary policy and it can happen rather abruptly and without much notice to the general public or even debate on whether or not those changes are good for everyone. So for me, the way I see it, this makes the economical foundation in which you're trying to build something on top of it, it's shaky. It's not solid because it can change at any moment. So it's almost like trying to build a house on top of sand. And the way I describe it in the article is life naturally brings Winds and storms, right? Every now and then you're going to get crisis. You're going to get problems. Like stuff just happens. And if your structure has a shaky ground, it's built on sand, eventually it will end up collapsing. And until very recently, we didn't have a choice. It was the only way to build anything was to do it on top of the dollar or fiat currencies, which is money backed by the government 
but not backed by anything tangible, not in a real asset behind it. Just uh, the government's promise that this money is going to be worth something in the future. Uh, what we're seeing today and in the world is huge problems economically across the globe. We're seeing record printing happening. Uh, it's generating a lot of inflation, which means things are getting more expensive. Wages are not catching up. So it's, it's creating a lot of problems. And I think these are only going to get worse in the years to come. But now, for the first time in human history, you actually have a viable alternative. And it's Bitcoin. Now, for me, and even if you disagree, what I would like you to get from this video is just the fact that you should go and explore this subject by yourself. You should dig in and find as much information about it as you can. And not just take my word for it or the word of someone else for it, but just go out and learn about it because it is uh, revolutionary. For the first time in human society, we have a form of money and store of value that it's not controlled by any government, any authority. It is truly decentralized. Now, what this means, and if you are getting into the topic of Bitcoin, you're going to hear this a lot. Being decentralized means that there is no one that has the authority or the power to change the way in which Bitcoin operates. Bitcoin is a piece of code and the laws that govern it and the way it behaves, the way it works, cannot be changed by any particular individual. The only way to make change to the Bitcoin protocol is that all the miners, which are the people that are running the Bitcoin the program, to call it, uh, to put a word to it, will have to all of them, which we're talking about millions of people spread around the globe, they would all have to pretty much be in agreement at the same time to implement the changes. And also there's, because you have the miners and then you have the people that control the miners, which are the node op op operators. So all of them at the same time would have to come into agreement in to adopt a new change into the Bitcoin protocol. That is why Bitcoin changes very slightly and very, very slowly, which means that for the most part, pretty much the Bitcoin that you know now is going to be the same in a thousand years. Pretty much. And that makes it the most stable surface upon you can build your house on. So that's what you need to understand. That Bitcoin is a solid foundation in which to build upon. Now, my belief is that because life naturally brings wins, 
storms and adversity. It's inevitable. All the stuff that is built on sand will eventually start collapsing, where the things built on solid ground will remain and they will keep on growing. And eventually, and it's not going to happen now, it's not going to happen quickly, but gradually we're going to see people shifting towards what is safer and more resilient. I think that's that's only natural. So, and this is the point, is that Bitcoin is the land in which most of human activity will end up happening just because it's more resilient. Um, so that's how you need to think of Bitcoin. Bitcoin is this new land that is solid and it's going to be there a thousand years from now and it's going to be the same. Nobody's going to change the rules at the last second. Uh, like when I used to live in Argentina and I remember when when I was young, one peso, it was one dollar. I could go to, to my, um, to my school cafeteria with one peso. I could buy several things. Today, with one peso, you can't even buy one candy. It's, it's worthless. One peso is worthless. Um, I think they were talking, they were trying to make the a hundred peso coin because of how much inflation devastated the currency. And I remember when it happened, like I was young, so maybe I was not paying too much attention, but to me, it happened overnight. And for a lot of people, it happened like that. Overnight, they lost a third of their savings or sometimes even all their, their, their savings. Like for me, it was always very clear that you couldn't depend on fiat currencies because they can and they, all of them end up collapsing at some stage. Just because the dollar has been the main currency throughout all our lives, it doesn't mean it's not going to end up collapsing. It's guaranteed since it's not backed by anything and the government can just print as much as, uh, as they want. And if you look at the, at the money chart, like every time they're printing more and more and more and more, and that cannot be sustained forever. It can't. So my thesis is that eventually everything or most things are going to be starting to flee into Bitcoin to find resilience and a chance to endure for the long term. So for me, for me, what you need to think about is that, okay, there's this new land, right? Now, there is a fixed number of Bitcoins. There's only 21 million Bitcoins that exist. There will never be more than 21 million. So basically, this new land in which most of the global economy and human interaction is going to take place has 21 plots. So it's very, very important for everyone to get a little bit of this land before uh, the price catches up, right? Because some people ask me, like, what is the true value of Bitcoin? And if you really extrapolate it to its final conclusion, one Bitcoin is 21 million part of everything, of the whole economy. 
So that is why it's like, I don't think people truly understand what this means. It means that in reality, the price of Bitcoin is truly invaluable. So as we go through this transition period in which we are in right now, we need to start it's better to do a smooth transition than to be uh, abruptly, right? And I feel that most people are not taking, looking into the space. And that means that they will only switch when it's, uh, when they have to, right? They will do it out of self-defense and out of uh, survival. But that means that the pain of not changing is going to be so bad that they will have to do it. And the way I'm, what I'm trying to do is trying to warn people, like don't wait until it's too late. Start doing it now, slowly, gradually. But the chance that we have now, because Bitcoin is still so new, it's huge. Like people don't understand how huge the opportunity right now is. It's crazy. Now, if you think that Bitcoin is land, it also works the same way. Like you can actually rent it. It's land that you can rent and create an income from it. Um, there's uh, places you can lend your Bitcoin. There's companies that would pay you interest to be able to hold your Bitcoin. So it pretty much is like a house that you can rent, except that it requires no upkeep costs, no maintenance. You can subdivide it into tiny portions, which of course with a house you can't do. Uh, if you need to sell it, you can get instant liquidity. Like this, the market trades crazy amount of money every day. So if if you want to sell your Bitcoin, there's never a problem finding a buyer. It's, it's not an issue. It's also something you can carry in, in your pocket and you can transfer it across the world almost instantly and with very little fee. It's also decentralized, which means it's their protocol is stable, resilient, uncensorable. And it's really hard for governments to tax and track. It also like opens the a world of possibilities when it comes to decentralized finance, but that's something for another video. But like everybody should be paying attention to what's happening with Bitcoin right now. It's it's crazy important. I, I always tell people there's nothing that's happening right now. It's more important for you to be aware of. And to be paying attention. And I keep, I keep saying it and people keep ignoring me. And I, I know, I hope that if I say it again, uh, maybe someone will listen. I, I know I need to work on the way I explain my ideas. I, I'm the kind of person that thinks of a thousand things at the same time. So when I speak, it's hard for me to put one after the other so that the person in front of me can understand. I have a tendency of throwing too much information and overwhelming people. So that's something I also need to work on. And that's why I'm making these videos. I, I'm going to try to make them 
to become a better at explaining things. Um, that's why I'm also doing the blog because sometimes it's easier to write. Uh, but I know some people like videos and some people like podcasts. So I'm trying to, uh, experiment with all different medias. But yeah, you should be thinking about Bitcoin as the new land that you can carry anywhere you go. You can charge rent for it and people can't take it away from you. Uh, the governments cannot seize it. Even like under threats of violence, if you just keep your keys away, um, anyway, we should probably make another video talking about the keys and all that stuff. But anyway, just for you to think about and yeah, see you on the next video. Hopefully you can always get in touch with me by sending me an email to artofthomas at pm.me, uh, Thomas with no H, or you can leave a comment. And if you have any questions, just let, let me know. Here in Sydney, I'm still in lockdown, so I'm going to have a lot of time. We can do video chats if you prefer talking than writing. Um, here to help out if I can. If I have said something that was horribly wrong, let me know, because I don't want to be wrong. If I don't like, if I'm wrong, I'd rather know quickly, quicker than later. Um, Anyway, as you also see, English is my second language, so I'm trying to, trying to figure, figure it out. Uh, yes, have an amazing day. See you on the next one.